Hey, we're back! Welcome to another episode of the Yimbo Reviews Everything podcast. Sorry for the long delay. As we've said before, you know, this is something that we have fun doing, uh, but sometimes things get in the way, and for the past few weeks, we've been uh, pretty busy here at the Yimbo household, so we weren't able to sit down and record, but I think we missed doing it. We missed you guys. So we're back! Hi, Bales! Hi! All right. <laughs> so, we... I know this sounds counterintuitive, but uh, in terms of not having time, but we didn't have time to, you know, record, but we did have time to watch things that we can now talk about. So we have a nice show for you today. Um, We're going to recap a lot of the um, new shows that we've been checking out, uh, one big major movie that just came out. But uh, before we get going, I'd like to remind you to like, follow, and subscribe to us, either on iTunes or SoundCloud.com slash Everything. You can also check out my Tumblr at yimbareviewseverything.tumblr.com. And as always, you can always uh, reach out over Twitter where you can find me at yimbo5. So, babe, you ready to jump right in? Sure. All right, let's do this. So um, we have two categories for you today. We have some TV shows and we have a big movie that just came out. So uh, for... <laughs> Notice it's never books. <laughs> oh. You, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> I do have uh, uh, David Shoemaker's book that I'm still waiting to to read. But sorry, that was just my <laughs> my thought. Um, well, you're funny, but it's not like you're not bringing any books to the table for this. I only read children's books. Well, there you go. Um, all right, so our TV shows for you uh, for this episode. Our first one is DC's Legends of Tomorrow. So basically, it's another part of the spinoff of what they're calling the Arrowverse. Um, Arrow, for those of you that may or may not know, um, has been the springboard to The Flash for having his own show. And now this is another um, TV show with a lot of the supporting characters. That showed up in in Arrow. So the thing is, and now I've always been a huge Arrow supporter, and I can't, you know, like I, I have so much love for this show. However, I think it's safe to say that the last season and a half haven't been great, especially when I'm on the couch next to my wife, who probably turned on this show right after the end of season two. <laughs> Yeah, it lost me. It, after everyone started knowing his secret identity, and it was basically as soon as someone found out the secret identity, like, oh, Oliver Queen is the Arrow. Yeah. Now I'm a superhero, too, and I'm going <laughs> to don uh, some kind of you know gear, and I'm going to go out there and fight crime, too. And the team became so big. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. It's drama. The flashbacks all now include him not being murderous. Right. Which he would have been. Which was honestly, that was, I hate to say it, but we've discovered that we really enjoy superheroes who who <laughs> finish the job. That sounds so terrible. No, but, it, but uh, this has been an ongoing trend with the characters that we've come to enjoy. And I don't know if it's just a a sense of, like, finality to it, whereas you know with Batman... Oh, he's going to stop the Joker. He's locked up in Arkham. Whomp! Joker's out again. <laughs> so it's kind of nice that it's that when there are certain superheroes that just go, no, this this is ending now, and we move on. 
But um, I, I was okay with when he was letting people live. When it was like his big change, you know, I'm not going to well, kill yeah, people. It was, any. Absolutely. No, that's fine. You know what? I, the, I think the, the point where I really, really started disliking the show was that everyone who died came back to life at some point. Spoiler alert. No one dies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't kill off a character and then be like, just kidding. We have this way to bring them back. Or just kidding. Yeah. They're really still alive. But, I mean, you're dealing with this is an inherent problem in comic books in general. No. I mean, every single character uh, has died at some point. I mean, the the biggest one, obviously, that comes to my mind is Superman. Um, because I was in fifth grade. I did a current event about but it. was it in every single comic book that someone would die and come back to life? Well, I... Th- I want to say that Superman, when he died, was like a big. It was deal. huge because exactly. I, that was the first time it happened. But he was dead for a little while. He too. was. He was. But I'm saying that was the biggest. Like when they brought him back, it basically opened the door for any character. Then that any comic uh, writer has killed off, they, they, they now open the door for that person to come back, and that's what's happened. Batman's died at least once. Uh, Superman's died. Wolverine died. I mean, like, the list goes on and on. I'm not talking about Arrow. I'm talking about every minor character, which would be okay if they died. Yeah. It makes sense. There's these people, like I said, now everyone's a superhero, but they don't have superpowers, but they all have little costumes and run around fighting crime. Then they die. Right. And then it's like, just kidding. He's not really dead. It wasn't really him. Or, (laughs) you know, oh, we have this pit and we're going to bring them back. Two people. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the Lazarus pit for you Batman fans out there. It's just I don't it's just silly to me. It well, yeah, and it, 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 and every episode is like super dramatic and heavy and and just ridiculous because it just it's so silly. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm totally with you. It's, I don't know. As, it lost me. It lost you. It hasn't completely lost me like i'm gonna be in it till the end i already know that but it's become a show that i used to look forward to and would watch live you know even with even if the dvr was scheduled i would still just nope we'll suffer through commercials because i love the show and i want to be a part of like it being revealed to the world but now it's like it's the show that we'll have two or three episodes sitting on the dvr and it's kind of like homework at least the way I look at it, we're like, oh, man, all right, we have three more arrows to get through. And that's <laughs> the worst, Bailey, when that happens. I, and, you know, I – and there's nothing – like, I like all the actors in the show. I feel like on their you know own, what, they're good. It's the yeah, storyline I just don't follow felicit, anymore. Felicity and all – Olicity. No, that, that's, not a fan of that. That just kind of killed it, too. Because they – so – I know that we started talking about Legends of Tomorrow, and we shifted to this Arrow talk because Arrow is the centerpiece for all of these shows. Um, But I think that really was the moment because their friendship in the first two seasons was one of the highlights, and it was the thing that like we saw it on his on Stephen Mel's Facebook page, like all people clamoring for uh, Oliver and Felicity to get together. But Bailey, you were from the get go thinking no this is gonna ruin it. it like please keep them apart please, well, like, it's it's like one of you those were adamant, things that but you, you were right but it's one of those things where you want them together but them coming together isn't gonna bring anything more to the show it's just gonna like it's gonna be flat yeah and then 
it takes away that like you know that flirtatious you know her comments about his body and mm-hmm. and now it's just a you know a couple <laughs> that's just like making yeah. what is it chicken parm freaking chick chicken parmesan or yeah. whatever his I don't even remember what his thing is oh uh, yeah but it just becomes like a another dull relationship that has fights and it's <laughs> but it's your babe you're absolutely right because it is going from that you know like will they won't they to just like any two people that you might like in your life and when they finally get together then all of a sudden the flirtatious jokes are just like ew you're you're married yeah <laughs> like, like how people feel about us i'm sure absolutely so now it's just oh it's just jimmy and bailey yeah yeah. they did do a podcast together (laughs) so getting back to legends of tomorrow (laughs) sorry no it's but it's totally true so so this has been refreshing i've actually enjoyed this show quite a bit and i think bailey has too (laughs) only one part of it well right so it's a time travel show first of all which i really like so you have this dc character he's a time master his name is rip hunter his family was killed in his distant future by Vandal Savage, and he was also, again, brought in um, as a villain for a few episodes in Arrow and Flash. But Vandal Savage is this great DC character who is immortal. He's connected to Hawkman and Hawkgirl, <clears throat> and he's, um, you know, so he's immortal, which is a big piece to that. So the Time Masters, they don't, they stay out of all the dealings with humanity. They're just there to oversee that the timelines are undisturbed. But when Rip Hunter's family was died, he took it upon himself. He quit the Time Masters and recruited these heroes um, saying that, oh, well, you guys are going to be legends down the road, when in reality, these are C-level superheroes and villains that will just be unknown and they won't really affect the overall timeline. But he recruits them to go and kill Vandal Savage. So... <clears throat> It's been neat because you have um, you have Hawkman, you have Hawkgirl, you have the White Canary, who um, was the Black Canary, the original from Arrow, so that was Sarah. So she, again, is back to life. But she's been actually refreshing in this one. Because I always liked her in Arrow. Yeah. Because she just gave... She was an, you know, an assassin. She didn't care. But she, didn't care. she has like a lighter tone to her. She knows that, well, I have this bloodlust and I'm an assassin, but I'm kind of okay with everything. <laughs> So there's a nice acceptance to her, which has made her character so much better. Um, you also have this guy, Heatwave, who is a guy with a flamethrower gun, and he's buddies with our favorite character, which is Captain Cold. Captain Cold is the best the character. Best. <laughs> and it's funny because I really did not like him in, what was it? In the Flash, in he the was Flash. introduced in the Flash. Yeah, I I love the actor because he is. So the the actor's name, I had to look it up. His name is Wentworth. Oh, he's so cute. Wentworth Miller. So he and his partner on this show, uh, Heatwave, they were the brothers from the show Prison Break. If you've ever <laughs> seen that, and I love that they're still together. Yeah, playing best buds. <laughs> so yeah, so um, Captain Cold, so Wentworth. That has this. I don't even know how to describe he his talks delivery. Like this, and it's, but and it's all these like cheesy jokes. Yeah, where you want to be like, that's so dumb. You're <laughs> not a good character, but then it's just so consistent, right? That he you kills it, it. it comes it's, back around, and you're like, it's oh so, my gosh, this is so funny. It's so 
thickly campy, but it's done so well. Uh, and just like, I don't the know way he, he rolls, like, it just rolls off, and it's so, like, I'm so cool, kind of. <laughs> like, you know, if you were trying to be cool, that's how you would talk. And yeah. that's how he talks all the time. And it's always these cheesy jokes or, like, these little, like, Just puns. snide comments, yeah. And, and it's just amazing. He's, I didn't like him, and he's wound up being the best part of that entire show. Yep. Um, so the villains, like the, the inclusion of them really do round out the team. I also forgot to mention the Adam and Firestorm are there too. And he takes people's <laughs> wallets. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so, so he agreed sorry. to go on this mission because, you know, the part of it was the allure of becoming something greater than just a bank robber. But at the same time, he's, he's committed to his ideals of like just robbing people robbing, to rob people. Yeah. He'll be doing a good thing. Like, trying to save something, but right. then he'll still wind up robbing somebody or stealing something for his own, or... And that's what I like about him. Yeah. So, um, I, th- I thought that, like, because we're dealing with these supporting characters from these other shows, uh, the fact that they're not currently fleshed out, but this that's what this show is doing. This show is fleshing all of them out, and I'm really interested to see where they go with it, because I feel like they have a lot of freedom to play around with these characters, because they're not... You know they're not the A team, so I think we're enjoying it. The, again, it goes to it's the time traveling. So they had a couple episodes set in the seventies. So then the soundtracks were great. It was consistent, like the the clothing. Just that I don't know. I love how they're playing around with the whole time issue. So um, like I said, at this point, uh, I am enjoying it. I think Bailey's enjoying it. She's holding a finger up. Yes, babe. It reminds me of like. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, where that's like a silly, kind of light, more lighthearted version of yeah. the Marvel movies mm-hmm. that are a little more serious. And I feel like that's what Arrow and Flash are. But then this Legends of Tomorrow has more of just like this <laughs> silly, whimsical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's what it reminds me. And plus, with the inclusion of the villains doing something good. Yeah. That it just kind of has that. It's same. neat. It's a it's a neat show. And again, I th- I think one of the other things Bailey and I have joked about, or I, I I pointed this out to her, we tend to like the first maybe second seasons of shows, and then we start getting fed up with characters and stories and the way they get played out. So because this is still in its first season, I think that's helping. <laughs> and it's, and, it, and it's it's I will watch it. Yeah. I won't say no to it. Right. It's like, this not is like the, I'm yeah. looking forward. To to every episode it's just well in terms of just the cw shows i mean for you this i would say that this is your would you watch this over flash yes and you would watch for sure over era absolutely yeah so and i don't know about flash 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 is still good it has its moments yeah it's like a tie okay fair enough so um, I never reveal the ratings to Bailey until we're doing this. <laughs> so uh, this gives her a chance to agree or disagree. So I, I gave this um, a three and a half out of five time jumps. Uh, yeah, I guess. Because three, like, it's, it's... Yeah, it's in that three, three and a half range. That's what I figured. Yeah. So I, I tend to go a little more positive. Guess I'm negative. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have a segue now. We just dealt with one time traveling show, so now we're going to jump to a, another time travel show. Whoa! I know, right? Good segue. Um, so we're going to time jump to eleven twenty two sixty three, 
So this is a, a brand new series from J.J. Abrams and Stephen King. Uh, it's a Hulu original, and it stars my boy, James Franco. So we haven't read the book, but I have two very close friends who loved the book and were looking forward to the series. So when I saw that it was up, I'll go, oh, well, babe, we have to check this out. And the first episode, first of all, is an hour and 20 minutes, which was it, it was needed, I think, to, to – I thought it was two episodes. It was actually just the one, and it was it was needed to hit you with all the exposition that you needed because this is a crazy show. <laughs> and there's no domes in it. Yet. There are no domes currently. <laughs> currently, I know this is a, this is a, I honestly I was because of uh, because of Joe and Brian and like the, the fact that they were talking the story the whole story up to me. Um, that's the only reason because Stephen King, when his forays into television, do not work. And then under the dome, oh, it's still, it's still, it still makes you so still, angry. Still mad about oh, that. Still mad. I'm, I'm, tra- I'm literally trapped under a hate dome. <laughs> can't get out. All right. So James Franco is an English professor at what appeared to be like a community college. He um, plays James Franco. And he plays James Franco with as a, a weird As a goatee. professor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it's Franco. It's, he's not going to stretch. Um, so he's having lunch at his usual diner when the owner says, hey, we've been friends. How long have I known you? Like 10, 12 years. Um, we need, you know, like, I need you to show you something. And he tells him to go into the closet. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Well, this is, I mean... It's a I didn't – when we watched it, I had no idea what was going to happen. Okay. Well, I guess I'll tell you. Um, so Franco walks into the closet, and all of a sudden, it becomes October 11th, 1960. So we have in this closet in this diner that is a time portal, but it only goes back to this – like I, I forget the exact time of day, but it's like – 10.58 on October 11th, 1960, every single time. Um, and no matter how much time you spend in the past, it could be years, only two minutes pass from your actual timeline. In the present. In the present day, right. So the diner owner became obsessed with the idea that had JFK not been assassinated, the world would become a better place. And it was kind of neat because, you know, it's it's interesting to take that stand because we don't know. JFK has become, you know, to some people like a John Lennon, Kurt Cobain, you know, in, in terms of musical characters that became iconic. But, you know, maybe that wouldn't have been the case had they had a chance to have their whole career played out. You know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it was 11.58 a.m. 11.58. So I was close. Um, but babe, you get what I'm saying, right? You know how like some people that when their lives get cut short, their careers get cut short, you never have that opportunity to see what would have become or crash and burn. Well, yeah. I mean, and honestly, so it's an interesting, uh, idea that maybe it would have been different. Maybe things would have been different. Um, one of the things like they attributed the Vietnam war to, uh, to Lyndon B. Johnson, right? That's, that was mentioned. But Lynn, for accelerating. For accelerating, yeah, because he was all about hopping in on the Vietnam War. Um, and that JFK maybe wouldn't have taken that approach. But um, 
anyway, so it's it was a really interesting idea, and so Franco ends up, you know, like taking up this 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 owner's mission. Um, but again, the, the assassination doesn't take place for another like two or three years. Three years. Three years, right? So um, he has to go back in time and and live in the '60s and become acclimated. But meanwhile, because it's Stephen King. You have random people telling him you don't belong here, and it's that that the past doesn't want to be changed, so it pushes back. And I just found it really, really inter- interesting. Um, if you didn't make that book joke, I would have said, "Oh, well, I'll have to go read the book." But I, I mean, I watch a lot of other things <laughs> instead of reading. Uh, but I'll I'll be interested to go back. Maybe I'll check that out this summer. But right now, I want to see where this goes. But the funny thing is, I didn't think it was all that great of a show. Like, I, all right, so I'm giving this a three out of five conspiracy theories. Oh, no. You think I, you would have gone higher? I, I would have gone like a four. I you liked so? it. It okay. was good. I liked it. It was, it kept my interest. I like that this, sh- well, the book slash show gives like three years of time before he really has to like do like, something so he has right. leads he has to follow he has like these little side missions and things are gonna go but then you have time pushing back and yeah like things are happening and he doesn't know which way to turn i feel like it's very it's very interesting because you're watching what's happening but you're also processing like oh i wonder like if that makes sense like that yeah. makes sense that well this is meant to like if something's meant to happen it's meant to happen and and same with the the whole idea that we don't even have an answer for who killed JFK. I mean, there might be eight government agencies that actually know, but let's be honest, the general pop population, we don't know. So if any one of us had this ability to go back, we wouldn't really know where to go. Like, we don't know definitively that Lee Harvey Oswald killed JFK. So that's what we had. That, Wait, that's didn't what, he get arrested for it? Well, that's what, he, yeah, but that's part of the cover-up or... What? Okay, first of all, this is like a history lesson for me because I don't know anything about well, that. That's so why basically, th- like, I would probably go back in time and go to, like, a bunch of sock ops and, like, <laughs> hang out. I don't know. You wouldn't even bother. <laughs> I'd be like, I like, right. I like that one of the things was that the food tastes so good. That's what I would do. I would eat. And then they'd be like, oh, did nope, you stop no the assassination? Right. I'd be like, oh, man. What? what I knew I was supposed to do something. What am I supposed to do? Oh, like... Yeah, I uh, well, the whole JFK thing. I mean, that's why we just rewatched um, X Men: Days of Future Past. Oh my goodness! And no, no, but <laughs> but Magneto was was arrested and was in the Pentagon, like locked up because he was accused of killing JFK. Oh my goodness! This but that's why thing. that's why they can do this stuff because they like the. That's why the, you know the grassy knoll and the sh- there were two sh- shooters and like I can't believe you don't know this this well, about I JFK heard like conspiracy theories but I'm not I'm not one to subscribe I I don't click on those they, links on but they're Facebook. like well if it would have been from the grassy knoll the bullet would have had to bend in the air and all sorts of like that's I I I can't well that's but I'm just explaining to you I'm that's not going why down that rabbit hole of, that's why we don't really know oh okay that's what I'm saying that's why comic books and, and other stories like that could use this assassination moment, be, you know, to play with because there's so much unknown elements to it. I need to get some history books or something. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't 
trust that kind of stuff. I gotcha. Um, I'm so, skeptical. So overall, then, I think we give this our recommendation. I think if you have a Hulu account um, or are using someone else's, it is definitely worth checking out because it's a super inter- – especially if you like that historical aspect to it. Um, I think we're good. Or even if you don't know anything about history, it's well, still entertaining. Yeah, it was – I like James Franco. I'm he's, a supporter. He's a cutie. I think I like Dave Franco better, but I like James no, Franco. No, <laughs> they're both cute. Um. So I think that's it for now because, again, it was only one episode. We don't want to give too much away. Uh, So we'll move to our third and final show for this episode, which is another science fiction-based show. So clearly this was our theme. And I am totally in my element. Yeah. Oh, I know. (laughs) Trust me. If there's a sci-fi element, I know that at least I can get Bailey on board for for a full season. Um, So the show is Colony, which is a new show from the USA Network. And we saw, you know, commercials for it a few months ago, and we were looking forward to it because, again, right up Bailey's alley, right up my alley. It's um, so the the premise is that aliens invaded. Um, they are now considered our hosts. Dirty rats. <laughs> the dirty rats, and <laughs> they've set up walls um, blocking off sections of Los Angeles. Now we don't know what's going on in other parts of California or the country or the world. So right now, all we know is that they, you can live your life as you know it, but within what they call a, the block. But it's a big, it's, you know, let's just say like they blocked off uh, your town, all right? So your town has a gigantic wall around it. You can still live your life. You could still, there's still shopping. There's still restaurants to go to. Everything, say the same, minus the fact that, um... What is it? There's you can't really obviously you can't travel. Uh, communication is very limited. If right, there's pay phones that you can use that you have to like use your ID card. Um, also, medications. This was kind of a bad one, but uh, if a character insulin. has yeah, like diabetes, they're not, or, make insulin or they're not making insulin because you can't be a productive member of their colony. So, um, obviously that's a super negative, but in the grand scheme of things, uh, it's really not that terrible in terms of what could happen if aliens invaded our planet. Um, oh, there's also curfews that kind of stinks, but you know, like, so at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, um, a siren goes off and you have to be indoors because otherwise they have drones that come out of the wall and will shoot you on site. So wait a second. I'm Googling it, and they are saying the raps. I thought they were saying rats. Oh, I thought they were saying rats, too. It says raps. Well, what does that mean? Apparently in reference to raptors? Interesting. I don't know. So we're... uh, All right, so it's an alien invasion (laughs) show where you don't actually see the aliens, which I'm, I'm hoping you will... You'll, at some point, you see I'm drones. You but you, you see, see just the drones, like, they're right? They're drones that come out, kill people. <clears throat> so, if you choose to go into this, first of all, the first couple episodes are slow because it's establishing the lives that these people have. Um, I've fallen asleep at the end of every, but only because we watched the first it late couple, at night. and it was late. It was late at night for sure. But it is a good show. It's picking up a little bit more because they're. Well, because they, they laid more. the groundwork, first of all. I mean, mm-hmm. like, they did. Like, the reason that the things aren't happening in these recent episodes are because 
they they did have a slow burn in the first couple of episodes. Um, so hang in there if you started watching. Yeah. So it stars Josh Holloway, who is um, better known as Sawyer from Lost, who I I love. <laughs> um, it also stars Sally Callies. She had a middle name in there, and I now I know why she lists it because of the rhyme, probably. Sally Callies. <laughs> uh, you'll know her better if you watch The Walking Dead because she was Lori Grimes. However, if you were not a fan of Lori Grimes, she will carry that distaste with her <laughs> to the show because I can't stand her. I don't think Bailey. I don't like her. And Bailey p- picked up Walking Dead um, mid, you know, mid run, so she didn't have to deal with her, and she already doesn't like this, the character. <laughs> But it works, again, it works because of the story that they're telling. Um, So basically, it's discovered that Sawyer um, had some sort of a government job, FBI agent, something along those lines. Again, without giving too much away, um, the aliens basically cleaned out or took out anybody that worked for the military or police force except for... um, a certain smaller number that they turned into collaborators. So if you work for the aliens, you're a collaborator. But then there's also these resist resistance groups popping up that are, you know, causing terrorist attacks, bombings and things of that nature. Um, but we're, so anyway, that's the whole idea of the show is that you have the resistance trying to fight back. Bailey and I laugh about this and it's been mentioned on the show. And I, and that's why I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. Bailey, if aliens came down in the armies of the world, couldn't stop them. Yes. What do you think a group of knucklehead townspeople could do with some pipe bombs? Nothing. Nothing. So Bailey and I are collaborators. We are definitely collaborators. <laughs> We're like, oh yeah, raps, you're the best. Yeah. Our hosts are so generous for letting us live. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy though because I and that's I, I guess. Is the big mystery as to how the resistance, like what what are they actually trying to accomplish? Um, so I'm liking it a lot. I'm into it. Oh, it, it comes yeah. out on I think Thursdays. You can check uh, catch up on demands. And people who don't listen to the rules either get killed instantly by the red hats who are like the soldiers. The red hats are like yeah, like civil. That that would be like if I they're homeland security. They're homeland security. That's what they call them too. Right. Um, they'd be killed by them or. You get sent to the factory, which we don't really even know what that means. I'm hoping it's not like soil and green where they like make them into food, but <laughs> well, well, we we had it. They, they give you a little glimpse, and again, sorry for the very minor spoiler, but it does appear to be some sort of memory wipe. Well, we don't working. know that yet. We don't. We don't. But it's, that's the it's appearance. It's basically slave so labor. We know that. Yeah. But not <clears throat> a fan. Wouldn't want to go there. And, like, if you're bad and you do something and you get caught, not only, like, even if you're doing it secretly, if you get caught doing it, they don't care if anybody else knows about it. They're going to send you and your whole family to right. the factory. Yeah. Just you're, set an example. You're done. You're done. Yeah. So, uh, I again, we give it a recommendation. Um, another good show to check out if you're looking to add something to your DVR. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give this – I was torn between a three and a half or a four – Take a four, three and a half. What did I give the other thing? I would say a four. I'm generous a four, right, right now. Yeah, I like it. Good. It's gotten better. So, and it has gotten better. It has gotten really good these last couple of episodes. I'm interested. Like, I want it to be on like Netflix so I can watch the next one. Yeah, it it would be. I mean, honestly, this could be one of those shows that will be better 
um, getting to binge it because then those slower episodes early on, you're just crushing through anyway. So it might be one of those. No, seriously, it might be better, one of those better like Saturday afternoon shows. Um, <laughs> I forgot to mention. I so, don't think other people watch just binge watch shows on Saturday afternoons. I well, think. Yeah, our friends that have kids don't do this. No, no. <laughs> um, so four and a half out of five curfew drones. That's what I'm going for that one. So anyway, it is definitely worthwhile and something to check out. Four out of five Geronimo's. Yeah, the, oh, that was a good one, too. Um, and lastly, our last category is movies. So, this is insane, because originally we were going to talk about a DC animated movie that we watched last weekend, and I still, we'll, we'll still add it. Wait, but, what was? Uh, Batman Bad Blood. Oh. So that, because that just got released. But anyway, this is even more topical than that. And we actually got Bailey to go to a movie theater. So, um, I didn't really put down many notes for this because I just, like, we had some thoughts coming out of the theater and we started going back and forth and I said, no, we have to do this podcast. Wait for the podcast. Wait for the podcast. Hold it for the podcast. So. So we didn't really talk about it. Yes. So this is, this, you're going to be hearing most, mostly our original discussions of the movie. So, um, movie's great. You didn't even say what movie Oh, I didn't even say the movie. Oh my God. Okay. We have been waiting so long to, to see this movie. Jimmy's been waiting so long no, to see this movie. No, we have been waiting so long. Jimmy's been waiting so long to see this movie. <clears throat> the movie is Deadpool. It is. Starring Ryan Reynolds. Um, Bailey has really enjoyed Deadpool as a character. Since before... the days of, what is it, Ultimate Spider-Man? Ultimate Spider-Man, <laughs> the cartoon. Ultimate Deadpool episode. It was adorable. And he so... wasn't even that... Terrible in it. No, that that was actually Hilarious. an amazing use of that character. So after we saw that, this is now a few years ago, but after we saw that episode together, I gave her a little rundown of the basics of of Deadpool. That he's the merc with the mouth. Um, he has Wolverine's healing factor, but he's like it. It can't. It could cure everything, but his appearance, which was mutilated during his superhero process or like getting his powers process. And uh, he breaks the fourth wall. He breaks his fourth wall. Which is <clears> my <throat> favorite part about him. I told her how there's like a whole comic. They, they did a whole comic storyline called Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe, which was awesome. Um, so anyway, you've you've been excited about this movie. A little, you know, like for, for as much as you can get excited for a movie, I, I would think. Yes. And he used Valentine's Day. As a way to get me to actually go to the movie theater. Which, by the way, I will never go again. I'll get you to go to the theater again. No, I'm probably not. <laughs> um, so with this movie, uh, I, it, Ryan Reynolds, it's it's taken him years. Like It's, been, it's pretty well documented uh, that he's wanted to star in a Deadpool-only mo- movie. Uh, he just said recently that... They, that Fox basically strong-armed him into being Deadpool in Wolverine Origins, which was terrible. And I, I, ne- I didn't even bother showing the whole movie to Bailey. I just showed her, like, what Deadpool was in that movie. And it was so dumb with the eight, remember, laser eyes and swords in the arms. And they shut, they sewed his mouth shut. Which is, like, the opposite That's, of- yeah. Oh, so stupid. So... Uh, Ryan Reynolds just said how they basically said, "Well, you can play him here, or we'll just get somebody else." Like it, 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 it was it was crazy. Um, 
So the plot of the, of the movie is is basic. It's a basic plot. It's superhero origin story. Villain captures love interest. Hero tries to save love interest. Right? Would yeah, you? Pretty, pretty much. Pretty much? Because the plot... It's more... It, that whole love interest part, though, isn't, like, the real plot. The real plot is he wants to get the guy who did it to him. Well, he wants to get cured. So, all right. Let me give you some 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 basics. So, Deadpool... Uh, Ryan Reynolds, it was interesting to see what they were going to do with the whole thing. So Wade Wilson is a mercenary, and he fall, like he's you know kooky guy, and he meets uh, I guess a prostitute, right? Yes. That she's also kind of kooky, um, and they fall in love. Don't don't go through the whole plot of the movie because there really isn't much of a plot. So like, well, no, but but I was just going to get to the point where you know like they they got they get engaged, but then it, he gets diagnosed with. Like cancer throughout his body, (laughs) right? He's going to die, Um, and he gets pitched this uh, this program that can save him, and he agrees to you know to do it, and it so it works. It it basically they were prepping him with these um, drugs that would awake awaken um, mutant genes within him, and it works. And his you know he has a Wolverine style healing factor. But it disfigured him in the process. So that's the that's the basic premise, right? And he wants to get the bad guy to cure him, like looks wise too. Like you remember that? That was like a big part. Yeah. Um all right, so the movie has actually received a lot of um like advertising for it, which was great to get us excited. However, Sadly to say, a lot of the big jokes were burned in the trailers. Yes, most of them. Most of them. So, and, and not to say it wasn't funny, because there is there are other funny scenes and other funny things that happen, but the well, f- funniest ones were included in the trailers. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm super I'm sad about this because I really enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. I think if you're not if you haven't seen it yet, I mean the movie made a ton of money this weekend. Um, to definitely, if you're interested or if you're willing, you know, if you want to see a different style superhero movie, this is great because he's super vulgar. Um, I can't believe I, we saw kids in the theater. (laughs) I like, it disgusts me, honestly. Like what I'm as big of a fan as I am, as as big a fan of comic books as I am, I would not consider taking our future children to a movie like this. I it just was don't. rated R and right. and rated R was It's like a hard R. <laughs> yeah, it really was. There's a lot of like you know graphic violence. Everything. Uh language, sex, jo- the, the, the just jokes, references references like, to everything. Ugh. So anyway, I can't believe we <laughs> saw kids in that theater. But um so on a whole, the the character. I mean, so the reason I mentioned the plot, it's it's a basic plot because it doesn't matter. Deadpool is the attraction, and he, I think, delivers. And I'm only brought up the stuff about the trailer because it made me sad that a lot of the great jokes were burns that way. Because I think I would have enjoyed the movie that much more. I, I would have walked out like you know high fiving everybody had I not seen anything leading up to it. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. It does. But it also 
you know because Ryan Reynolds is so naturally funny and the actors that were in that movie working with him are so on where they improv a lot Mm -hmm. that you can only hope that when they release it, it's going to have a lot of like deleted scenes or yeah. Cut scenes that are going to be funny. That oh are yeah, the, be the gag reel is going to be insane. Yeah, it's going to be so funny. But it's it. it so there's so many jokes. Like uh, if you again, if you've seen any of the commercials for it, when he first reveals himself to his friends, who's the comedian T.J. Miller, I think his name is. Um, they were going back and forth, and they use the exact same jokes from the from the commercial. Like I thought, okay. If that's what's making it on TV, we're going to get some whole other screwed up funny humor and, and improv lines. And they did use other jokes, but it wasn't what you were like. Yeah, it just seemed like probably three or four of the big, what should have been the biggest jokes, the biggest laughs were already spoiled for us. Yeah. Yeah. And So anyway, I don't want to hold that against the movie because I really liked it. Um, I would go see it again. So if... Anybody <laughs> wants to go see it with me? Bailey's not going to go with me again. No, but um, not. I think I'm going to love this movie when we watch it uh, when it comes out on Blu-ray or, on, or you know on, on demand. We're going to watch it again from home, and we're going to probably laugh a lot. I'm just saddened a little bit that so much was spoiled for it because it was really good. It was really good. And my favorite Deadpool is Deadpool. In full costume. Oh, yeah. This was a great point that you made. Yeah. Being Deadpool. Like, and he typically, doesn't he usually have, like, multiple personalities where he, like, talks different? Yeah. Talks to himself. Talks different. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's off the wall. There's a lot of Ryan Reynolds in this movie (laughs) as, like, I mean, as Deadpool, but without the mask and, like, a behind the scenes of, like, Deadpool, like, getting prepped to do different things, which I like Deadpool you know, in other things that I've seen, because it feels like he's always Deadpool. Yeah. He's not like a guy that's like maybe in future movies he'll lose his mind a little bit more, yeah, and go a little bit more crazy. Because my understanding of Deadpool was that he was completely off his rocker, like yes. talking to himself, talking to the audience, talking, you know, making up his own. He would talk in two different voices half yeah. the time. Yeah. You, you even saw me play the video game. Exactly. And it, it was just, yeah, you, he was never not in costume then. <laughs> I, but, I mean, I guess, like, I, and I love Ryan Reynolds. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's adorable, and I think he's a great actor, and I think he's funny, like, naturally funny. But there was a lot of, like, him being... Unmasked. Unmasked Ryan Reynolds funny. Right. <laughs> like, waiting funny. Yeah, yeah. And not so much of that, like, the only time he was, like, that... Horrible funny was when he had the mask on. Yeah, agreed. Um, but that's what I was thinking, too. I'm hoping that because this was still an origin story, it was still introducing the general population to this character, that I can only hope that from here on out, any time Deadpool's involved in a movie, whether it's... I know they're going to make a sequel. They uh, Ryan Reynolds wants to make an X-Force movie. He wants to make that rated R. But you're going to just have Deadpool all the time. Because that's the way it should be. But they be. need him to have his mask off because they have Ryan Reynolds playing him. I know. And people love him, and he loves it, and, you know, and almost, it's one of those things where if he doesn't have his mask off, like, what's to say he's not just completely CGI, and 
You know what yeah. I mean? No, I, I'm It becomes one of those situations. So it was good in this movie. I mean, I guess it was like you had to do it. Yeah. Because he was still fight, you know, becoming this character of Deadpool. And it was also, uh, and this is just one other little minor grape that Bailey and I both talked about. Like the fact that the premise revolved around Deadpool, like, like rescuing this woman he loves, that is kind of weird too because <laughs> – he should never be like in love with anybody except himself. <laughs> That's kind of his whole deal. In a gross, <laughs> gross way. Yeah, yeah. So there, you know, aside from those minor gripes, and that, and that's probably just to kind of massage again the audience into getting to know this person. Because um, we know Deadpool. Yeah. Is just the worst. He's like the he's worst. the worst. There's like pretty much the only thing redeeming about him is his like sense of humor. Yeah. I mean, I was looking the other day, someone put together a list of, like, the funniest Deadpool moments from comics. One of them was he discovers the Smurf village, and then he holds up a magnifying glass and starts frying them. Oh, <laughs> like, that's terrible. But it's funny, because I mean, that's the type of person he is. Yeah. Not rescuing so his So, here's another life. example. Was it Ultimate Spider-Man or another Spider-Man show? There was only the only time you've seen Deadpool in a cartoon was Ultimate Spider Man. It was Ultimate Spider Man. Yeah. Okay. So Ultimate Spider Man is a children's show, mm-hmm. and they included an entire episode with Deadpool, and it was probably the best episode of Ultimate Spider Man ever. It's it's by far the best one. Ever. It is because he's basically like the anti Spider Man, right? And he just gets under Peter Parker's skin, and is annoying and. But, like, they were able to still capture that character without being horribly gross or inappropriate. It's a a children's show. And he talked about killing people, but since it was a kid's show and he knew he was on a kid's show, he would call it unaliving. Unaliving. Yeah, I unalive people for money. Wait, what? (laughs) Did you say – no, you don't say say the the K-word. Like, it's very, very funny to to me to, like – to even see that on a kids show, which obviously I'm not advocating for Deadpool to ever be on kids programming, but yeah. it's just that captured even that character, which is when I was like, who is this? And they are now my favorite. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm giving this a four out of five chimichangas. Yes. Me too. But then did I give other stuff before? Yeah, I guess it would be on the same par as what I'm saying. Right. Because it was highly enjoyable. I Can didn't want to. Chimichangas? Chimichangas. Time to make the chimichangas. Oh. Yeah. That's one of his things. He likes chimichangas. Oh. And he Is actually that... cursed in there, but we don't do that here. We don't do that. There's no cursing in the Yimbo household. <laughs> While <No>. being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> um. What else? I. Yeah, I don't know the chimichanga reference. Uh, yeah. I don't know what my reference would be. The chimichangas was like the easy go-to for me. I was just like, oh, yeah, that's anything. Is that from the movie or is that from? Yeah, well, he loves chimichangas. Like, you could buy the, the Deadpool, like, family set of Deadpool, like, the girl Deadpool, and then they come with a taco truck. <laughs> it's crazy. He loves tacos and chimichangas. Hmm. But they didn't really. The only thing in the movie was when he said time to make the chimichangas. We didn't talk about the other best part of this movie. 
All right, so before we, we wrap up on Deadpool, Bailey has one more little uh, thing that she just remembered. Colossus. Oh, Colossus. <laughs> yeah. So they incorporated two X-Men characters, which I just listened to Ryan Reynolds um, being interviewed for the Empire podcast, uh, which is another good movie one, um, where he said that <laughs> he even makes a joke like, you know, you have this big... No, all you right, can't sorry. spoil jokes from the movie. There's already you were just talking about how they spoil jokes and you yeah, I'm gonna an spoil a, I'm one an of, another I'm, funny joke. I'm, I'm silly, so never mind. Um, Cut so the whole part out. Yeah. So Ryan Reynolds talked about how they the studio was only able to finance two X Men characters because they wanted to connect it to the grander X Men universe that they have. So the two that they had were Colossus and Nega Sonic War Teenage Warhead. Something crazy. Something like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> but Colossus. All right, babe. So tell me about Colossus. Colossus is the best. He is like the opposite of Deadpool in every way. He's you know Deadpool, you must he's be hero. <laughs> he's got a Russian accent. He's completely made of steel. He's kind of like a no-nonsense, just like straight arrow kind of guy. And it, You must do the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. And it, it they like it's he's very funny too, but yeah. funny playing well, off of the character. He's the straight man, yeah. 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 It it's very it's I I liked him a lot. It was a nice inclusion um Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, I just was chuckling about when. The- <laughs> Don't. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. There's there. It's a funny movie. It really is like a funny movie. And you know, we're making it sound like every joke is in the trailer. It's not. It's not one of those movies. Yeah. But there, it, it does. I think have a lot of the a lot of jokes, but there are other jokes that right. are funny and. It's j- babe. It's like. It's my problem's not with the movie. It's with the fact that in order to get people hyped up to see a rated R superhero movie, they had to reveal how awesome it was. But I'm talking about like those are some of the biggest joke points, the, the biggest laughs, like the stuff that's led up to this punchline. But we saw the punchline. That's my problem. It deflated the joke. When we finally saw it. But, like you said, they needed to show how far they were going to push it. Right. So that people would know, okay, the people who know the character are going to understand that they're not shying away from this character. They're completely going for it and embracing it. Which made people excited to go see it. So I get it. Yeah, I know. I mean, it it worked because it made a ton of money. They're going to make a sequel, which I'm happy about. And for the sequel, I probably won't watch any of the trailers. <laughs> you will. You'll watch them as soon I know, as they show up. And I then you'll know. be and like, I'll complain let's about watch them again. Let's watch it again. <laughs> Actually, you know what? We did watch the trailers and things about the trailers a lot. So that probably like, also from hurt as it. soon as it was like leaked online. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to have I'm going to take half the blame for for watching it at trailers and things as many times as I did. But it's such a good movie. It really is a good movie. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, four out of five yeah. to make Chongas. It's not an Oscar movie. No. It's just a very good movie. It's um, a funny movie. And let me rate the experience of being in the movie theater. Oh, here we um, go. Zero out of five people kicking the back of my seat. Oh, it was people kicking the back of the There was, uh, there were people like, like make, I don't know, laughing loudly, but like they, too loudly at sometimes. Uh, like yeah, like saying things in response. Yeah. Like oh god. I hate going to the movie I, I theaters. Don't like I really it. do. You, you go 
I time. I go when there's no one in the movie theaters. Um, and we went to a matinee. It was an 11:30 a.m. movie. That was the only time on a that Monday. I on a Monday. <laughs> that's the only time that I he would get me to go. And guess what? And it was How, packed. It was, it packed. was packed. And guess what else was great about it though? What's that? The price. Oh yeah, the fact that we got to go for what ten bucks? Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, always go, always go for a matinee. <laughs> it's true. And and we got there nice and early, so we got our own seats. I got an end seat. Which I gave her the end seat because I would not have been able to. I knew that I would <laughs> I was have tried to maximize Bailey's enjoyment. <laughs> it, and it was it was a struggle. Somebody kept kicking my seat. People were like yelling stupid things to try to be funny. Yeah, and I don't like that. Me neither. Not a fan. No, but I'm glad I saw the movie. I, I could have waited it. a couple months till it was, you know. I know. Well, you could have. I could have. I, I was like, I was at a fever pitch. I know. To go see it. Anyway, it's been real, guys. <laughs> so happy to have you join us again. I hope I, I hope uh, hope you've enjoyed all our banter and chit chat, Jimmy Chongas. Happy random acts of kindness week. The actual one. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> I think it is. Right? Is this the actual week? I it? think so. It is. It might as well just me. be a month at this point. Yeah. I guess. But thank you for tuning in. Um, as always, we love hearing your feedback, whether it's in our faces, as in face to face human interaction, or tweeting at us, or if you're lucky enough to be a Facebook friend on Facebook. Does anybody tweet us? us? No, but that's okay. I, I'm just letting it know that, you know, it's there. People can. Oh. So that's okay. a thing. It's a, it exists. Oh, okay. But anyway, thanks for tuning in, everybody. And we'll be back, you know, when we feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Hope you have a great, uh, great rest of your week. And this is the Imbos. And you've just been reviewed. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-